be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. Travis, three weeks away until I get laid. I mean, WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, that that too, more than likely. But that's all right. That's all I could think of, honestly. I was thinking all the way here from the gym, I'll be like three weeks away until it's like, and I waited until I was I on the spot. I get to see a girl naked. I was waiting until I was on the spot. I was going to be like, is it some kind of video game coming out? I don't know. Well, Travis, we have a lot to talk about, and I am glad everybody's here today. If you don't n- listen to us, I am Ramsey, and on the other end is... T-Ravis, Travis Ark, <laughs> And this is Rumbling Reality, and we are going to pick apart This Week in Wrestling. Travis, first thing yes. I can think about that we missed on Sunday, because it came out really Sunday evening afternoon, is uh, Jeff Hardy was arrested. Yep. yep. And luckily it was only a couple hours, an hour or two, and he's released, but over, uh, was it DUI? DWI. Oh, DWI, okay, sorry. There's a, yeah, that's something that I want to clarify, because some people think, and I only say some, not everybody, but some people think the two are the, are one and the same, a, D, a DUI and a DWI. Now there's two different, there's, it's two different cases. DWI involves alcohol. DUI involves some type of uh, mind-altering substance, such as, uh, like, uh, I'll just throw out, like, cocaine or something like that. That's driving under the influence while DWI is driving while intoxicated. So um, so he, he was pulled over and uh, subsequently arrested. Uh, no, I'm sorry, he wasn't pulled over. I think he was involved in, like, some kind of uh, oh, traffic he, accident. Uh, yeah, I did a report on it. He, I guess, was sideswiped a guardrail yeah. or hit something pretty hard, and the cop had to, you know, take him in. Because I'm pretty sure everybody in that town knows him. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sure. I got a feeling he maybe got a slap on the wrist if he didn't like hit something. But I'm sure the fact that he was hitting things—if you look at his the pictures online of his car—he hit some things pretty hard. It wasn't like a little tiny scratch. He he uh, must have been pretty out of it. Well, and you know, and that I mean, I'm only, I'm with you when I when I say that it's probably the case. It's just it kind of sucks a little bit too, just because um, because of well, at least our our local. Uh, God, drinking law. There we go. Our oh, yeah. our local limit here of sobriety, or if you're, I'm sorry, if you're drunk, is .08. I think that's our level that we're allowed to be at. Anything over that, and you're considered intoxicated. So I don't know what the what the he, laws are. He had State three laws. times over the limit in North Carolina. Okay, so he was at. I think they said he blew a 30, 32 or something like that. Either so way, that, I mean, to me, okay, I'm so it'd pers- be a point. I guess I guess it'd be point, .08 for them too. Um, I'm a huge believer you shouldn't even have a drink if you're going to drive. I mean, there's there's too many things out there. Uber, there's so many things out there now that there can deviate you from doing that. I mean, just, I have friends who've lost people because of that. So there's no real reason to drink and drive. Sucks because Jeff Hardy's my favorite wrestler ever. And the reason why I brought this up really is not to trash talk him, but will this 
hurt him for his return because he just got medically cleared a couple days ago. I don't know if he's technically cleared by WWE doctors, but I know he's cleared by uh, so, um, some medical staff uh, in Greensboro, uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina. He went. Um, yeah, so I can I can shed a little bit of light on that to your question. Um, yes, he's been medically cleared by those doctors. I believe it was either, like you said, Greensboro or Birmingham, Alabama, because um, they still use the, the Jim Andrews Institute in Alabama for their big repair surgeries, like where Triple H got his quads torn and he went to get it repaired, things like that. Um, so it was one of the two cities, but he's been cleared by those doctors to compete. He has yet to be cleared by the WWE doctors, which is why he was supposed to be reporting to the Performance Center either this week or the following week um, to start getting uh, in ring shape to return. Um, so he shared a, a photo on Instagram earlier this week of him thanking the, the medical facility for helping him mm-hmm. uh, rehab his shoulder. Um, I don't think this is going to hurt him necessarily like horribly that he's been uh, in this DWI thing because there's been several guys that have uh, been pulled over for a DWI and yeah. nothing necessarily really uh, really comes down on them. And I read somewhere where somebody was saying no word on how this is going to influence his uh, uh, wellness policy violations because at the moment um, he has two. However... WWE has a loophole in their wellness policy that's been discussed. Of course they do. Well, there's multiple different uh, news outlets who have reported this, um, and this is how some of their and allegedly, let me throw that out mm-hmm. there. It's it's allegedly how some of their top stars have gotten off uh, a couple times from having a third suspensions. Prime example, um, like Randy Orton, who we know of has oh, had yeah. two. He's had two um, policy violations, right? He gets a third one, and he's uh, he's terminated under that policy, right? Well, according to uh, some alleged uh, loophole from former WWE talent with their wellness policy, there is a what's called a forgiveness clause, which I guess adequately means if they stay sober or whatever the case may be for X amount of time, then they basically get one of those violations knocked off. So mm. his two would go to one, so to speak. Oh, okay. So it's, that's allegedly. Nobody, nobody can necessarily prove it, I don't believe. Um, again, I've, I've only heard it from past employees. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Um, but honestly, it wouldn't affect it anyway, even if they're still counting the two that he had from his previous run, because it wasn't anything drug-related. It was, uh, well, okay, let me rephrase mm-hmm. that. While I consider mm-hmm. alcohol to be a drug uh, to an extent, it wasn't. Uh, it doesn't constitute DWIs or intoxication. It's it's two different things under the wellness policy. Okay. So. Um, well, you definitely yeah. know more know more than me about that stuff. So I don't know that. Uh, in depth. Well, that's just common sense because yeah. most of the time. No, I meant the policy and stuff. Well, I, what I mean by common sense is like the wellness policy being like they're testing for like illegal drugs or misuse of drugs like steroids, cocaine, things like that. Uh, marijuana is even on there still. Um, so they're, they're testing for things like that. They're not testing to see because, uh, I mean, your blood alcohol content uh, goes down as you sober up. So, I mean, you can't really test for that. You can test it in the moment, but you can't really test it as being like long term unless you start looking at the liver and things like that. So, so next topic travel. Um, I'll let you go with this one. 
Sure. Uh, while we're on the Hardy situation, I, I remember the other thing that we forgot to talk about uh, last week was the ultimate deletion. Yeah. Um, we we barely got to touch on it uh, last week. So, um, are you looking forward to it? I am, just because it it's gonna introduce everybody to the broken universe. Yeah, yeah. Or in this case, and the all the characters, the woken universe. Oh, God. Uh, but yes, uh, that's I'm I'm stoked too, and I think if it's done right, if it's done right, um, this could actually help rejuvenate the woken Matt Hardy and potentially Bray Wyatt um, as well if it is done properly. Um, again, I'm still hoping to see what they do with the Lake of Reincarnation to see how that goes. They're gonna they're gonna do something with that. They have to do something with it. It's too it was too much of an original idea when they did it in TNA, and it was so good when I saw it that I was like, that's actually pretty funny. Like, you dip in there with your current gimmick, and all of a sudden you come out in another gimmick from your past. It's it's pretty cool. So I was like, that's you could do that on so many people in WWE. It's unreal. So since we're talking about if this will work or not, you know what hasn't been working for me in WWE is uh... – you know when people talk, like Matt Hardy or Bray Wyatt or Braun Strowman recently, they have, like, captions for them. Oh, I know. This is it's – What is this? It must be – I know it's a new creative thing they're doing. Yeah, well, like, they need oh to Oh, my quit. God. It, they need to stop. That, it looks that is, so planned out now. Well, it's so ridiculous. And, you know, I get it. We're in the PG era, but you really don't need to make everything like a child. I mean, we're I mean, stupid. sorry, John Cena. It feels like I'm watching Blue's Clues, you know? Thank you. I felt like that's exactly how I felt over the last, I don't know what, I they've mean, been doing this Are for people like actually digging now? this? I mean, it's horrible. It is horrible. Like, prime <laughs> example was that pro the, the Usos cut an awesome promo on SmackDown, and they kept saying, like, they kept naming off the teams that they've beaten and then saying, you know, locked down. And then they kept having that stupid graphic of the jail cell closing every single I time. Know. They kept saying locked down. And I was like... No, this is stupid. Like, why? What's the purpose for this? Why are you bringing this in? This is dumb. This is not... And it's also starting to interfere, if you've noticed, with the old school style of um, of my of interviews, like what Renee That's Young does. That's what I was kind of more upset about. It's like the organic parts backstage do not feel even organic. They feel so planned out now. Yeah, because they're starting to take their cell phones and use their Twitter accounts to film their, their own promo. I mean, I so, get it. It's supposed to be like trying to appeal to the young generation. I guess me and you can't relate as much. Right. It's like, I, it's I just, don't know. It's, starting to, it's, it's looking too stupid now. Like, it's I, like a I freaking get, Blair Witch Project meets wrestling meets Blue's Clues. It, yeah, and it's, and it's getting horrible by the – even worse by the week's end because the thing I keep thinking is um, – on the on the one hand, if this little thing they're doing with their phones filming promos on their phone, uh, or I'm sorry, on their phones, if they're filming this and this is scripted plus they're doing this, it's ridiculous. If they're actually letting the wrestlers come up with their own stuff with this, then that would be the only golden part about these promos. Because if they're letting the wrestlers think for themselves and do these promos, then good. That means you're giving them some form of creativity back. And you're not doing it for a long stint. You're doing it for like maybe 60 seconds, which yeah. isn't bad. Um, but that's also going to start minimizing uh, the co the uh, interview segments, the old school interview segments, which is is something that does not need to go away. And 
I think the more they keep doing it, that's what we're going to do. And I cannot believe that we're probably going to see a lot of those on WrestleMania. And I'm like, Sid, they're going to they're going to oh, butcher God. this thing. They are going to butcher Mania. Well, since we're talking about the creative ideas not going around, you know, also pisses me off about right now what they're doing, trying to do. When you're watching a match, there's already a commercial break. But now we have an interview during the match with somebody who does not even pertain to that match. Give me give me an example of that. Have, have you not watched recently? Like, a lot of the matches will have, like, side interviews to the left bar? Well, like, I... It's stupid. I don't like it. I'm going to watch the match. Well, I was getting irritated when they did the gauntlet match on Raw, and... First off, Michael Cole saying uh, Renee Young backstage or Charlie Caruso's backstage with a special interview, and I'm like, it's not special. We know who they're about to interview. They're interviewing the person that just lost in the gauntlet match. It's not like it's a surprise interview guest. But that that was getting annoying during the gauntlet match was when they kept interviewing yeah. the losers each time. I was like, no, stop. I'm trying to watch the freaking match. And that that was annoying. So if they're doing more of that, then I just I don't know if I've seen that or not because I I've watched just the Hulu. Oh, that's episodes. why then. Like during Raw and SmackDown now, at least Raw, they'll literally have people being interviewed to the left bar for like ten fifteen seconds during the match. Yeah, if they, if they, if that's what they're cutting out off of the Raw Hulu thing, then good because that's just a waste of time. I'm just like, and some of them pertain to it, but some of them it's like this is not even. I mean, I'm trying to. Wa- I mean, they're almost. I mean, they're getting more and more away from watching wrestling and just selfies. And I don't know. I guess I'm getting older. <laughs> well, if WWE keeps going the route they're going, yes, they're going to be making more money due to sponsorships and whatnot, which is the whole purpose of them switching to PG anyway. And because... uh, the whole fabulous Moolah thing. Yeah, which we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, the thing with with this whole situation is they keep going down this route. Yeah. You're getting more sponsorships, which was the whole basis of switching to the PG content anyway, because nobody wanted to sponsor or no big names would sponsor a TV 14 rated show. Mm. Uh, so that was part of the reason they switched to PG to begin with. But the, the more they keep doing this, eventually we're going to get back to the 1995, 1996, 1994 era of WWE back when it was that kiddie show struggling because it was it, it was lost in time you know it was it wasn't edgy that's why Nitro picked up steam when they debuted because they weren't the typical wrestling show which typical wrestling had been formed under the WWE banner at that point it was it was just too cartoonish yeah you know? and and they're going further and further and further down that same path again you know they don't have the stupid the stupid uh, uh, day job gimmicks like they did, you know, where they had like a trash guy or a car racer. Hey, those were fun sometimes, though. Do what? Or like an Undertaker, maybe? Undertaker's the the most successful gimmicked wrestler to Mm -hmm. ever come out of that era, period. And there is no denying that. Seriously. Uh, But that's besides the point. Mm -hmm. Um WWE's just going back to that route, it seems like. And it's like, do not do that because you're going to be in for some hard times, uh, Dusty Rhodes style, Ooh. if you keep doing no, that. So. so, let's do more social media talk. I thought it was pretty funny that during a segment with Rusev and Lana on a live Instagram story, Ryback kind of trolls. Have you heard about this? I heard about this, but I did no, not. I wrote about it. I wrote I about it. So. Ryback uh, actually uh, trolled Rusev 
on uh, Instagram, and it was freaking funny. I mean, it, I mean, it was it was funny but bad. Let me get the exact quote so I don't butcher the hell out of it. Okay, so let's see, loading, loading, loading. Okay, so Ryback asked uh, Rusev on his little Instagram story live while he was recording. Are you involved in the steroid scandal? I can't have you involved in my company if you're involved in this Bravo stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. And then Ryback took a screenshot of him commenting in Lucif's face, uh, and he put zero fucks given. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know Ryback loves stirring the pot, and I guess I guess Rusev and Ryback, Ryback are like on good terms. They're cool. But I'm like, you probably don't want to be cool with Ryback because he's always talking trash about WWE and they hold Rusev back enough. I mean, this is what I wanted one of my main topics to be today is you have arguably one of the most over guys of end of, of 2017 and 2018 not have a WrestleMania match. I mean, come yeah. on. It's, it's, I mean, as of this moment. I mean, I know, but, like, it's no important match. It's nuts to me that they're trying to get all these guys to cheer for certain people. But you have so many people they're already cheering for. When you have a segment and they're chanting Rusev Day during somebody else's segment has nothing to do with him, that means you have somebody who's organically over. Yep. I mean, I don't know. pisses me off. <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's extremely uh, frustrating because... We've been we've been catered to a time where WWE actually cared about their fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, as of this moment, we haven't seen in recent memory, with the exception of Daniel Bryan, which was forced. And it's like we don't we don't live in that time anymore. Yeah, you know? it's it's not there. So it's it's horrible that, that that's the case. The guy who can get over organically like that still for whatever reason doesn't get to see the light of day of a, of a major main event push. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they try so hard and say, grab the brass ring, you know, give it your all. Stone Cold gives advice. People give advice. Don't be afraid. Go for your all. And then they do it. They do something. And Rusev's gotten over a couple times now. I mean, he has, he has gotten over with certain gimmicks, certain times. This has been the biggest one of all of them. And this is when they should capitalize. This is the formula of how you create a real over WWE superstar. I mean, right. they lost the formula. It's it's true. Um, Rusev has actually done exactly what most people, such as Daniel Bryan, got to experience. Stone Cold got to experience it. Mm-hmm. The Rock got to experience mm-hmm. it. Rusev has gotten himself into a spot now where he's He's over with the crowd, and that's what you want. And I get it; he's a heel, but this is part. This is now part of the old school mentality that we used to see, which is what made Stone Cold so good. Was that Stone Cold was a heel too? And then you knew that after so many people were behind him, you couldn't keep him that way. So yeah. you had to turn him. So eventually, you would think that they would start making plans for Rusev to turn. They should have already done that, in my mm-hmm. opinion, at this point. He wasn't a big enough star where it was going to be impactful for his heel turn to become a face. Yeah, you know, They really could have done that a month ago. They could have done that after the Royal Rumble, and it still would have been just fine. 
But for whatever reason, it's almost like the whole Roman Reigns thing. You push them a certain way until you, you just can't do it anymore, which in WWE's eyes, there is no such thing as can't. You know, you just keep going with it until the fans just learn to accept it. I mean, And that's stupid. You're right. And this is how over Rusev really is. Rusev went to Twitter and said something like that yesterday, or t- yesterday I think, he said something like, I need a WrestleMania match or whatever. And then The Rock, The Rock commented on there and said, you know, I can give you Kevin Hart or something like that. And then and then it started trending Rusev versus Celebrity. I'm not sure if I want Rusev to face a celebrity at WrestleMania. It's kind of stupid. But I'm just saying that's how over Rusev is. Even The Rock paid attention to Rusev because The Rock realizes Rusev's something special. I think Rusev's something special too. Whether a heel or a face, Rusev has that. Uh, if you watch uh, Total Divas or whatever, he's, he's pretty funny. damn funny, man. He is absolutely funny. Um, I just started watching the. I just finished a season where he was actually in it. And yeah. I was, I'm really behind on Total Divas. I'm like, he is freaking funny. Yeah, uh, Lana, his wife Lana is uh, just annoying. But that's what makes him so good with each other, though. Those two I shows. know. <laughs> I know. But um, you know, with this whole Rusev celebrity thing, this actually could work out to Rusev's benefit because technically, like you just said, The mm-hmm. Rock got the attention of it. Um, the Rock is technically a celebrity. Oh yeah. There's you know what I'm so, saying? Yeah, that's true. There, I think The Rock is something like not me right now, or something. I don't know what he said, but I, he had a, he, The Rock and Rusev started having all these celebrities like tag just, other Macaulay Culkin even. That's God what we, you saw. Yeah, you saw that. Uh, yes. Oh, oh my God. All and I then, could think was like this would be so bad. <laughs> but I, I mean, mean, I personally, I don't know if I want to see that. I don't know if I want to see Rusev. One of the most over guys. I would rather see him in some kind of main match. There's I, no way that they would just let some random celebrity, <laughs> and because anytime they've had a celebrity spot, they've built this thing. You know what I mean? They they do something to at least. And every single time, it's trash and a waste of time. It is. It it always is. But what if this is the one time where WWE trolls us <laughs> in the fact that, like I just said, The Rock took notice of it. The Rock is technically a Hollywood celebrity. What if, just like The Rock did, and I and this I I know this would actually be horrible for Rusev to not have necessarily a match, if you will, um, but it could be the same similar situation as to what happened with The Rock at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas when I was there, where you know he uh, he had a quick, literally a quick seven second match with Eric Rowan, but he technically had a match and he won, you know. So what if you could utilize the fact that The Rock is a celebrity, throw him in there against Rusev, which in all technicality you could always go back on the history chart and see where The Rock hit on Lana right there on Raw oh, and ran so her good. down. And you could easily build off of the whole celebrity angle with Rusev challenging a celebrity. Well, what if that celebrity also just happens to have a wrestling background? I mean, I mean, The Rock would be to me, and that would be something. I would do that because The Rock versus Rusev – the Rock's trying to help out a future star, but Rusev would have to go over. He Well, that's my point, is you know the, the way that this would go is if this actually all pans out and this is legit and they actually do book Rusev versus a, some sort of celebrity, whoever the celebrity is is more than likely going to go over. So yeah. you have to, as Rusev fans, you have to look at this in one fashion, and it's the fact that whatever he's doing, whatever celebrity he potentially will job out to. Mm-hmm. You have to accept the fact that at least he's on the WrestleMania show. WWE's acknowledged that. But he's why can't they over. do something different? Dude, and make this him is go WWE. Over. You gotta. 
this is so, this is one of those things about professional wrestling as us fans are that is annoying, but you have to accept it. Yeah. That's the only way you can enjoy the WWE product is you have to accept the obscurity from time to time. That's true. You know? That's true, yeah. So, I mean, that's why at least look at the silver lining. Rusev gets on the show. Rusev gets a great crowd reaction because you know mm-hmm. the second he steps foot in that in the uh, Superdome in New Orleans, just like Daniel Bryan's yes chant from WrestleMania 30, that whole crowd is going to be chanting Rusev Day. Yo, you, you know it. You know it. You know it. Sorry. Man, that would even be a, de- a good match if you actually were to book Zack Ryder versus Rusev. Um, that I don't know be, about that. I'm sure it would end up being good. But I'm it's saying like, it would be good because it's it would be the the internet darlings for WWE because Zack Ryder was a WWE guy who got himself over. Rusev is a WWE guy who got himself over. Both guys seemingly have never gotten past that mid card status. Where is Zack Ryder right now? Well, that's my point. He never got past the mid card status. So utilize your two mid cards who are basically internet baby dolls to uh, to the WWE. You know, they're they would be even though they were never independent stars, right now the internet loves Rusev, right? Yeah. The internet loved Zack Ryder. So why don't you put two guys who have that kind of um, that connection with the audience in that way, because even when Zack Ryder appears, he's still getting a reaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why not actually utilize that fact and put the two of them together for a WrestleMania match? If at the least put them on the freaking kickoff show, if you mm-hmm. want to, if you don't think that's WrestleMania worthy, then throw it on your stupid kickoff show, but at least they would be getting something. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, we're talking about uh, WWE doing things that the fans want, right? So, I guess they thought... We're going to go to the fabulous fabulous Moolah. We're not going to spend too much time on it because it's not that important to me. But Right. So, WrestleMania had a match called the Fab- uh, Fabulous Moolah Royal Rumble. I'm no, oh, sorry. Fa- fabulous, the fabulous Moolah, Moolah, the fabulous Moolah Battle, Battle Royal. And, I butchered that, sorry. Uh, That's why I'm here, man. Thanks, Travis. I was going to fix that one. So, so much media attention, so much backlash by fans, because I guess the reason why they didn't want her on the name of it is because she's racist and bigoted and she did nothing really, I don't know. I mean, that's well, to me, it's... It wasn't racist, it was because of allegations, which, by the way, allegations that came out after she had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, which sucks, she, because she can't defend herself, yeah. Exactly, which is why it's kind of... it. I'll, have, I'll, I'll go into my opinion a little bit later. Um, but it's a situation where she had been accused of uh, keeping people who were going to potentially outshine her in stardom. She kept them down by either getting them, uh, trash-talking them and getting them in bad with promoters or threatening promoter, promoters that she wasn't going to do you know X if you continue to push Y. Um, if... Uh, I mean, I heard a lot of things. I heard it was also there's because allegations of, the of her pimping people out. That's what that's what I heard. Yeah, like that's she would purposefully bring these girls into the wrestling business, only to then later use them for promoters that so that she could get booked and she'd pimp these girls out to the promoters. Um, is it something that would be too far reaching? No, not necessarily. But she's not here to defend herself, and all these allegations came out after she died. 
Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm not saying that stuff like that hasn't happened in the past where you find out that somebody had a secret life, but right now it's all been hearsay. There's no proof of this. You know, what I, what I find funny is, uh, WWE released the statement regarding the name switch after further consideration, we believe it's best to proceed with the name WrestleMania women's battle Royal. What remains most important is that this historic historic match as part of WWE's unwavering commitment to the women's division. Two things that find funny, kind of transferring from the last topic real quick, Stephanie McMahon also said, you know, we are same similar style thing. We listen to the fans. We're going to change the name. How about giving us a match we want to see, like somebody like Rusev or somebody main, or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Roman Reigns is in the, uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar is in the main event is something that the majority of the fans don't want to see. They don't listen to that, whatever. So what I find funny too is um oh dang hold on I was trying to bring <laughs> trying to bring up another quote and the quote got lost to my thing well, so I mean, go, go back go back to your opinion real quick while I uh, find where this uh, quote was okay so my whole opinion on the whole situation of the fabulous Mula thing is again uh, it's hearsay we've we've only heard that this is what people have said. Um, unless somewhere where I've, I'm unaware, and if I am unaware, feel free to tag, tag me on Twitter to an article or a photo or some kind of evidence proof, something besides an interview. Hearsay. Right. Don't give me something of somebody who's just saying this happened because, to me, the fact that all this came out after her passing when, in all reality, all these women were more than likely – um, old enough at this point to where if they would have came out with these allegations before she passed away, um, and again, if this came out beforehand, I'm unaware of it, but uh, Me too. she uh, she basically, these women would, would have been old enough to where they could have come out and said, hey, I, I whether it be suing or whether it be some kind of statement, they would have came out with this already by the time she had been in her 70s or 80s because that would have, at the most made these women maybe in their 50s at that point. Yeah. So you would think that they would have already said something like this. And the fact that all this comes out when she's already passed away for over a decade, I believe, at this point, um, is to me is ridiculous. See, and then you, you so, go and have a name change for it. And it's it's – first off, I think the idea and concept is stupid because if you're just going to make it like the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle mm -hmm. Royal where – it's not going to really mean anything. Exactly. Why are you even making this match to begin with? You know, it's to me, it's just a waste of time, and it's just going to make me, the women's division look. Let me stupid. put this in perspective for some young kids or young people listening to our podcast who may just go on the bandwagon and not really understand why we you need to defend people a little bit instead of just you know burn burn them automatically. And, which so is what WWE with, did when you think about it. You what? That's almost what WWE did. Oh, I know. That's exactly, here's the thing. I'm trying to put this in perspective for young people. Okay, we're we're not we're not old, but we grew up with Lita Trish. Okay, let's say right now people listening to this show are 18, 16, 15. You're growing up with Alexa Bliss, uh, Becky Lynch, these people. What about when you are 70, 80, 80 years old, guys, and you have um, Alexa Bliss or somebody passes away? And then all of a sudden, all this backlash comes out of how shitty they were and a bad person, but they're dead now, and they can't defend themselves. 
well, which side are you going to take? You're probably not going to take Fabulous Moolah's side because you were never there for her when she was wrestling. You were never a fan of her. You never believed in her. But think about Alexa Bliss or Becky Lynch. Those people you grew up with and you loved a lot. And you have, and if you hear nothing bad about them, really, throughout their whole career, really, and then they pass away and you have two or three people come out of the woodworks and say how horrible they were to get some five minutes of attention, it sucks because you're ruining her legacy yep. and you're having a person not be able to defend themselves. Yeah, it's, it's and that's the, key, that's the key behind it. Crazy, it's crazy to me. I just wanted people, some people that can't really just automatically assume like everybody that else we're is sticking right. sticking for somebody that may have done something extremely bad. Yeah. And, it's, and that's not the case. If it comes that's out, okay, then I agree. It shouldn't be called it. But the thing is, last two WrestleManias now, they have had huge woman controversies. <laughs> last <laughs> WrestleMania... You had the what the women's uh, women's matches were like. Almost every one of them were on the pre-show. The smack, the specifically the SmackDown yeah. one was on the pre-show. It was on and the, the whole controversy pre-show. was that yeah, the whole controversy was that the Raw women's title gets on the main show, but why are you leaving off the SmackDown women's title? And when you look and those back were the women who were really in charge of the women's revolution at the time, majority of them. And and then when you really look back at it, and you look at how short the match was on the actual show, and yet. The cruiserweight title match, which was arguably the best match that was kept off of the main show, uh, more than likely was the one that was bumped to the pre-show because of all that backlash. And then the match wasn't really all that good to begin with. It was like, wow, we really just complained about a match that wasn't really all great, and we could have had the cruiserweight title Neville uh, uh, Aries match on the main show. I know. Let's not go into that. Oh, God. Um... So let's take a quick commercial break. I'm going to get some water. The commercial's 15 seconds, 20 seconds. Breathe, guys. Be right back. Hey, guys. This is Ramsey. If you're liking what you're hearing today on Rumbling Reality, don't be afraid to give us a good comment. Give us a five-star on the podcast app you're using. If you love wrestling, uh, go to rumblingrumors.com. There's tons of wrestling stuff there for you. And if you want to talk to me or Travis, go on Twitter, WWE Ramsey or Travis Falhark. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Back to the show, guys. And we're back. So, what uh, that that WrestleMania topic? I think it's got enough of its uh, enough of its little um, time. What else do you want to talk about, Travis? Uh, let's see. What's what's been going on here in the news? Uh, well, you know what? Some quick I, sto- oh, sorry. You get what you what were you saying? I said we have some quick stories. Uh, a couple things like uh, news of um, Finn Balor launches his own clothing line. P-E-N-K, P-E-N-K, like an organic, kind of like no fuss, no stickers on the boxes, kind of a clothing line. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, something um, I thought I'd tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we also got the news yesterday that they've announced WrestleMania 35's location. New uh, Jersey. Yeah, and, and I'm just saying again, with the fact that WrestleMania 29 took place in New Jersey and then WrestleMania 30 took place in New Orleans and the fact that they've basically gone in reverse this time around and we get New Orleans this year, New York next year, that gives me hope that Dallas gets a, re- a WrestleMania redo within this decade. Oh God. Man, I was, I, I was, I'm going to preach it until the day is long. Hmm. We had the biggest crowd for a WrestleMania and we had the worst WrestleMania in my opinion. So I'm like, we need a redo. We got the most series of string of bad lucks for that WrestleMania that you couldn't believe. Big, all top stars were basically out. 
we had the longest and most boring main event match of Triple H and Roman Reigns hmm. uh, after we had already went through a very tedious four-and-a-half-hour show, including the pre-show was more like six hours. It's like, we need to redo for Dallas bad. <laughs> it's It was bad. Yeah, it wasn't um, very amazing watching it either. Sure. Um, well, I mean, there's... Of course, we've talked about some of the stuff in the news. Uh, we've had uh, I can several go through some quick things if you want. War Machine it. makes NXT House show debut. That's that's going to be good. Uh, it won't surprise me if they actually show up on NXT Takeover uh, New Orleans. It won't surprise me if they do something with them there. Uh, uh, of course. Next thing up upcoming greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia will likely be broadcast on WWE Network. Have you heard about this, uh, Rumble? Yes, yes. Man, it's... this is going to be a slight spoiler, guys. If you are in Saudi Arabia uh, and you're listening to this podcast, which I'm pretty sure you're not, but just in <laughs> case you are, uh, this is a little spoiler. Uh, Jericho is set to uh, be one of your special um, entrances over there. Well... Uh, not not just yet. He's there are negotiations of this. Moment. Yeah, but the fact every time it's on negotiations, it always seems to happen. Jericho True. Jericho really follows through with stuff he's going to do. True, he does. I mean, so yeah, I guess you could actually go the way of the spoiler there. But, but here's another spoiler. If you want to fast forward, I'll give you two seconds. One, okay, fast forward ten seconds. So Jericho is supposedly set to also have more dates available right after that, and so he will probably be on. Um, a lot of uh, Raws and SmackDowns. Yeah. Or, we're not sure which one yet. Huh. Right. So, um, another, I guess, quick story that we've got while we're talking about yeah. Jericho being on Raw or SmackDown, we can talk about the Ronda Rousey situation of them not keeping their word, I guess, in the fact that she was advertised for every Raw oh, no. up until WrestleMania, and she wasn't there this week. And rumoredly, she's not supposed to be there until the Go Home episode of Raw, which will be the Raw before WrestleMania. So, uh, man, WWE... Oh, and for compensation for that, they handed out free Snickers bars. <laughs> like, what in the good hell... Are you are serious? You I'm dead serious. That There was a news report where they were talking about it, that uh, to make up for Rousey not being there on Monday and being advertised to be there, they gave, the, uh, they gave fans free Snickers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, seriously, that's what you're going to do? That just creates more puns. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't, let's see, what's a, what's a good one that you can come up with right now? Johnny, I, eat a Snickers. I, Why? Because you get a little pissed off when you go to wrestling events. For real. You feel mm -hmm. better? No, I'm getting a freaking Snickers bar, not Ronda Rousey. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> you know, that's what you get. So she's really not going to be there and besides the last one till before WrestleMania? That's what they. That's what has been said. Whether or not that actually goes through or not, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, you would think again, since they had so much backlash over the battle royal name, you would think that there's a little bit of heat since there's always so much emphasis from even Vince McMahon saying if you're advertised to be on a show, then you know that's what the fans pay to see. So we're going to give know. them what's advertised. It's it's almost crazy because she's like starting to kind of be liked a little bit. But these kind of things just show little, like, uh, I don't know, little... Fl I mean, I really thought they signed her to a true wrestling contract. That's what I. That's what I reported. That's what I talked about. They but if did. she's not going to be there, but not really, because if she's just going to get a hand or wrist slap, 
then she's not treated like every other wrestler. But we don't know what the circumstances are. WWE could have told her to stay home. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is when what you I'm do saying. that, you we, create no. a heel. Huh? When you do that, you start creating like, like uh, somebody the fans don't like. And they have no, not I learned agree. their lesson. Oh, I agree. I'm not saying it was yeah, okay. smart. What I'm saying is that I don't that she has signed a full time contract, and I'm my thought is that what they're trying to do is build up so much hype with her for her first match, and then after her first match is out of the way, then we're gonna see her literally on every Raw and things like that. Or if she goes over to SmackDown for whatever reason, then she'll be on SmackDown. Um, that's my thought behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying I wouldn't get like upset with it because again it's still a full-time deal it's just i don't think it's going to be showing uh how much of a full-time deal it is until after wrestlemania does that make sense yeah okay um man though that i don't know there's Hmm. there's been a whole lot of little things that's gone on so it's kind of like it's hard to so this is not a spoiler but these are um so there's a speculation that there's going to be another person involved in the Shane Owens Zayn storyline, and it could be uh, one Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, or Rusev, and that is by the Wrestling Observer newsletter. And thought that was pretty uh, something or pretty something. So, well, what do they mean by involved? Like well, involved somehow they're going to be in or... the storyline, whether it be in the match or in the storyline, or be implemented into the wrestle in the match itself in WrestleMania. They're going to be part of the storyline. And well, that's what I was saying. Is this meaning like that Shane's going to have a partner, or are they going to they're going to gain up on Shane too? I don't know. That's I don't know honestly. I see. I'm still. I think I'm with a lot of people in thinking that you would think, you would think that this would all lead up to Daniel Bryan coming back as a wrestler. That's what I was going to go to next. This is also a report. Bryan's status remains unchanged as he is still un not cleared for in-ring activity in WWE. Brian has claimed that uh, he has gotten you know better physically, and that other third party third party physicians have cleared him. Yeah. So I mean, it, come on. That's <laughs> I I'm telling you now, WWE's gotten a little bit smarter when it comes to the internet um, over the last few years, um, and the fact that they start seeing that there's a way that you can actually use the internet to your advantage. And you can do things like this, where you can keep things under wraps. Or um, we, I think Triple H has a lot of influence behind this too, because there's something that tells me that Triple H has a good insight into the fact that he knows that things can get out there. So there's certain things that he's willing to let get out there. Mm. But then, like the the uh, the shock value that would be behind Daniel Bryan's in-ring return would be astronomical. And if you can imagine, think of it as you see Owens and Zayn attacking Brian. He's still unclear to actually do anything. But then what if the following week he comes back and starts beating the crap out of Zayn and Owens? We still think that he's been medically uncleared, but he gets on a mic, cuts a promo of a lifetime, and announces that he and Shane are going to team up to take on you two. We would literally see the Ooh, crowd got chills. first. Why can something like that not happen? <laughs> I mean, this is one of the WrestleManias. This is one of the... I'm not looking forward to it so far. There's nothing that's really, really got my attention. Even Shinsuke and AJ has kind of died down a little bit in my interest. It's just not that exciting WrestleMania. There's no big buildup. There's no real main match I'm looking forward to. Something like that in ring return of uh, Kurt Angle. uh, Sorry, 
Kurt Angle was was I mean kind of get me hyped a little bit. I wish they didn't ruin it with the whole Shield thing when he returned and whatever. But right. that's a little, that's something for me. Uh, but it's not a singles match. I'd rather see Triple H versus Kurt Angle in a real true match. Um, I also wish they saved Ultimate Deletion for WrestleMania personally. But they I don't, do too. They don't want to spend the time on uh, building Matt up at WrestleMania for some reason. I don't know why. Well, I think it has to do with the fact that the and and we've talked about it on this show is that the the woken or broken, however you want to see it, Matt Hardy character hasn't taken off as most of us would have liked because it took too much time to actually get off because the ground. We, yeah, fans were chanting for so long they got tired of chanting delete. But now I think it's at that point where they realize they can still use this to an advantage and at least get something out of it. So. While it's not, and, and I have to, I, I'm i with you in the fact that I wish it was on WrestleMania, but I can understand why they didn't. Yeah. So at least we get it. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that at the very least. I but mean, go- if Daniel Bryan is not a part of this WrestleMania, I'm going to be kind of pissed because I don't know. He just, he still has such fan draw. And he still is young enough where he could have a match. If the guy wants to have a fucking match, let him sign a waiver that says you WWE will not be responsible if he gets critically injured. Yeah, because they because and to WWE's credit, and this is where I do give him credit, as where I think everybody they don't care about his well being. They care about the media and getting on them and the you know that kind of stuff. Well, okay. So while I do agree that that does play a little bit into it as well. Again, I'm still going to give them credit that they have been taking concussions a lot more serious yeah. um, in this generation, which is the whole concern of him getting back in the ring, because he did. And and nobody can deny that he had a series of bad concussions that took him out for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can't really argue that. Um, I can understand where WWE would be very, uh, very much on the uh, weary side of letting him come back and wrestle full time. Completely understand it. And to their credit, they have stuck by their guns about how they're like, hey, listen, we don't want to put him in in potential jeopardy to, yes, potentially sue us later if you want to. Or you could also look at it as in they are really trying to look out for their wrestlers and be like, hey, unfortunately, you've had too many of these. We don't want to see you end up uh, brain dead or crippled because of some uh, traumatic head injury. You know what I mean? I mean – you're so to right, their point, but... they're doing they're doing their part. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean you're right, but if he has gotten cleared by other physicians, then that I mean I just feel like WWE, Vince, whoever else is back there, has never really wanted Daniel Bryan to shine in the first place, and most people know that. Oh, that's obvious. That's yeah. that's what it comes down to. They know if Daniel Bryan comes back as a singles competitor, he will probably be the most over guy in WWE again. Absolutely, but you know this is to Daniel Bryan's credit too, and this is how he knows his worth. Um, his contract is coming up uh, about August or September of this year, mm. so I mean Daniel Bryan, he can ride out the rest of this contract, and then he can go wrestle somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and he and even his can own. Can you imagine wife, him in New Japan? <laughs> uh, forget New Japan. He'll show back up in Ring of Honor first. And well, I hear New Japan's he, bigger than Ring of Honor, but yeah, they're not the same. They have a joint no, partnership. Said, but they're said not they're the better. Same. I said New Japan's bigger and better than ROH. I'm not. Oh, I'm not doubting that he oh, would okay. show up in New Japan. I, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just know that he would more than likely sign, or maybe not sign, but he would do more Ring of Honor deals. But because of the Ring of Honor uh, deal with New Japan, we would see him in New Japan. 
Um, so it would be a win-win. And he's already been over to Japan before. Um, but, man, it, I, he's already said, Brie Bella even said, that Daniel Bryan will wrestle in 2018. It's just going to be the real question comes to, is he going to wrestle for WWE? Or is he going to be wrestling outside of WWE? And as of this moment, it's still leaning towards outside WWE. You know, WWE's, again, they're doing their part. I applaud them for, you know, sticking by their guns of not giving in and letting this go. Um, congrats to them. They've actually shown that maybe whether some people want to agree with it or not, like you and I were just saying, mm. I feel like they are showing a little bit that they do care about their talent, so props to them. But if he's getting passed and if he's doing everything in his book to make sure that he can be safe when he returns to the ring, which Daniel Bryan is not a he is not an unintelligent man. I mean, anybody that's seen him on Total Divas or Total Bellas, oh, yeah. he is a very well educated guy. Definitely. Um I, I I'm totally behind him. If he's been looking at ways to change up his style and has been taking treatments in some form or fashion to try to heal his brain more so that these concussions haven't come back on him too bad. I totally respect that and I wish him the best. And I think if he's, if he feels like he's up to do it, let him do it, you know, and give it a, give it a test run just to see, you know, see how he does for a month. If he starts looking a little weary or draggy or whatever, then talk to him, you know, be like, okay, we're not, we're not really safe with you being full-time, but maybe look at a part-time thing, you know? I mean, he's one of those guys that never really got his a long, a long enough run. Like, he really, for how popular and over he was, he never got that true long-distance run, which most people are craving. And that was due to the injuries, and that's really what it was. I mean, once... Well, once whole... that's argued. That's argued. Okay, they okay, took him so... a long time to get over. Okay, so let me, let me, go, let me backtrack a little bit. Sure. So... Originally, when he was getting over organically, no. WWE did not want that to happen. We all know what the original main event of WrestleMania 30 was supposed to be. Batista and Orton, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, yes, to an extent, you're completely right. WWE didn't want that to originally happen. But then, after he became world champion, that's when, unfortunately, the injury plague uh, took hold. You know, And that's where I say it was kind of a... It was almost like the perfect storm for WWE. And I say that because it's like they didn't really want this guy to go over, but the fans are just forcing it, and they're not letting go. So we finally give in to it. But the guy just so happens to unfortunately have two, a string of two very serious injuries uh, in back-to-back -back years, and it became a little bit too much of a liability to them. Yeah. So it's almost like it was perfect I mean, for us fans was, because he was just getting there, but know, then it was perfect for them. I know these are different shows, but I would have loved, loved his WrestleMania comeback match or whatever to be Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Just because he used yes. I mean, he could be like, you know what, bro, you know, Miz, you've been talking shit and you've been using my freaking kicks for this long. I'm going to kick the shit out of you, you know, or whatever it is. I, I, I truly believe that if he does come back and wrestle – um, that will be one of the matches that will have to happen. It will help both guys. It will because they're so – even when they had him on the Raw 25 show, they still teased it. That I know. He, and I think they're good backstage, but they're both – Yeah, when he came out during the whole you know general manager presentation on Raw, first off, he was the only SmackDown guy. But then here came The Miz, and they just stared at each other. 
So it's like they still – and if that's just them being no, smart about smart. everything. They're smart for sure they are. Yeah, if that's just them being smart, then that's a match that has to happen eventually. There's no way you could not have Daniel Bryan come back and wrestle, even on a part-time schedule, where that match is not a marquee match. Mm. Because people would be interested to see it. Because, yeah, that whole run over on SmackDown where The Miz showed how much of a great talent he really was, man, was he a prick to Daniel Bryan. You know, it, And it was just you wanted that to happen oh, because yeah. he was such a prick. That's what <laughs> made him such a good heel and got him – to the status that he did get to over on SmackDown because he was so good in that role. Oh, yeah. So people want to see – still people want to see that match happen. You know, when Dana Bryan turned heel originally, well, a long time ago, I really didn't think he could pull it off. He really freaking did. Yeah. yeah. I, what I loved is whenever he was – it sounds stupid. He, almost like he breaks face like Jimmy Fallon. He can't help it. Like he'll be like bad and he'll be like talking crap. He'll be like smirking and trying not to laugh. It's yes. so funny. Like when he keeps his like mad face. Oh god. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like WWE's gonna lose out an amazing talent if they don't really do something with him this year. Oh, they will. They absolutely will. And to what you were saying about WrestleMania and the buildups that they've been doing, yeah, I'm I'm still with you on the on the whole situation of they're not. Uh, they haven't really built up this WrestleMania like we've seen previous WrestleManias, but that brings me to our, at least what I feel like would be our final two topics before we go into the question. I was going to say, uh, we have a lot of questions, so it's not like the other, other topics. No, <laughs> but um, me and you talked about it briefly um, real quick. The AJ Styles-Nakamura match coming up. AJ Styles, I was telling Ramsey before we started recording this morning that AJ kind of trolled everybody on the internet last night for those that are unaware, WWE had uh, a Madison Square Garden show, mm-hmm. and there was a tag team match with Nakamura and Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and there was a spot where it looked like AJ had uh, injured his knee so much to the point where the referee threw up the X, and uh, AJ was caught on a photo limping with assistance back to the back to the stage while the match continued. Um, so a lot of people, myself included, when I heard about this and saw the photo, immediately were panicked because I was like, oh, no, not the, not this, not three weeks away. Um, and then sure enough, he came running back out with a chair during a double-team assault from uh, Zayn and Owens on Nakamura to save Nakamura. So he was able to do that. So uh, after that, after I saw those photos and the captions with it, it looks like Styles was just trolling everybody. But – what I'm getting to is that that's how much people do want to see this match is mm-hmm. that they panicked over the fact that a simple mm-hmm. spot like that got people worried that we would have just lost out because of a freaking injury, uh, styles and Nakamura for the title. Yeah. So it does go to show that that match does have some intrigue behind it and does have appeal. You know what it. they should do to really build this match more is when Shinsuke's talking, put giant captions on the screen. Oh my god. That says I, like <laughs> I mean it would probably help those who can't hardly understand it. Oh, that's sad. I wasn't thinking that. Too. I was just making fun of our old last topic, but yeah. I mean, I, no, oh I got god. it, but seriously. I didn't mean I, to be racist with that one. <laughs> no, I'm guaranteeing you somebody in WWE's already probably been thinking that guarantee it because yeah. it's it, it, you have to admit it is a little hard to understand i i get the majority of what he's saying or they could do like they could do like, like real like, big huh? come get some and then like a whole bunch of emojis right <laughs> oh, <no, sorry>. yeah <laughs> god 
<laughs> oh, that would be so funny. It's it's so bad, but it'd be so funny. Or they could have uh, like some gif of him like doing the thing. I just the prison thing with Usos alone pisses me off. It's I like, know. Please don't know. freaking make them in some. It just. I mean, the whole lockdown term and stuff. It's then you. It doesn't even sound kitty, but they're making it kitty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Let's, and that and that's so funny because the Usos cut that promo just about two weeks ago. Where they're saying, where they were making fun of the new day, saying like, "We used to be like you, dressed up all colorful and whatnot, and and doing all that, making mm-hmm. these people happy, and yet that didn't really take us to the big dance." And it's so funny that they say that, and yet they're getting tagged with these stupid little kitty things again, with the block letters and the lockdown thing. And it's like, yeah, well, you're right, you 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 were flashy and flair, and that didn't really get you anywhere. But they're mm-hmm. they're basically kidifying you again by doing that stupid stuff. For real, so, that's so true. Uh, uh, so let's go into fan questions. How about that? Well, I, I had one last WrestleMania topic. Yep. Um, and I'm only asking you is what do you think of the the buildup of this moment for the John Cena and Undertaker match? Oh, we didn't even talk about it. I'm surprised. Um, I, 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 I we should have talked about this. Well, uh, that's why I saved it till for the last topic. Let's see. Because there's been a lot of speculation. Well, what, what do I think is going to happen? I really think. I mean, I'm just such an optimist, I, optimistic guy. I am really hoping Undertaker's music hits on Raw or SmackDown, wherever John Cena wants to call him out next, and somebody else comes out instead of Undertaker and and trolls everybody, becomes an even more hated person. But it has to be something big. It has to be somebody big, somebody hated. I would love maybe somebody like Dolph Ziggler. You know, like that music hits where he does the like the the, the DJ thing where it stops the track. Yes, yeah. I would freaking love that. Why not? Why not give Ziggler some main match he deserves? And this goes back to what I was saying last week, where I said I could see a money feud between Ziggler and Cena you did, because yeah. of the way they've both been approaching things lately. Yeah, and that's I think isn't that a good spot for Ziggler to be in? Like Taker's music hits, lights go off, and he goes, eh, and it scratches down, and then Ziggler comes out. Oh my god, it'd be awesome. Yeah, he would he would get so much heat for that. It would be amazing. Oh like it gosh. would be radioactive heat. Like what it should happen is let Taker's music really play. Like how like the get fl- to the crescendo where it's supposed to go right into the piano part of it, and then yes. all of a sudden, like right before it gets there, like you said, you hear the DJ. Or how about this? You could have uh, you know uh, the actual have the flames out. And all the guys standing outside. Pyro doesn't exist anymore in WWE. Whatever they can do, they do still do stuff. But you're right, you're funny. It's not Pyro. I'm talking about the people holding the the sticks with flames. The druids. The druids. So basically, have the druids druids come out and have them hold the flames, and then Ziggler walks down. Music hits. People can't see him yet, and then he. Oh my god! I think that would be that would make me excited for WrestleMania a little more. I know, but then let's look at the. Pers- uh, the Who else? Prospect- Who else could be good though? Well, I I don't think there really could be anybody else that would be that good because you're right. You would have to generate some kind of heat towards somebody, and I don't think there's anybody else that that could go for um, that would that it would actually work with the best and probably have the best heat there. I know some people would, well, <laughs> some people, um, but I know some would probably think Baron Corbin, um, but I don't. I don't think Baron Corbin would be. Yeah, Baron Corbin. Uh... I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, so, so Baron I Corbin, I don't know. No, I don't think anybody else could. That's what I'm saying. I know some might think Baron Corbin would be a good good pick. I don't think so at all. Um, but 
I think Ziggler would be the perfect one. That's if this actually doesn't go the actual route of Taker and Cena. Um, I'm still... I don't think I'm the only one at this point that's hoping, and I think the Kid Rock Hall of Fame uh, induction uh, also kind of throws a little something towards this as well. Uh, I'm still hoping the American Badass Taker shows up. Yeah. Oh my god, they got rid of Fabulous Moolah. They should get rid of Kid Rock. He's misogynistic and all this oh stuff. Oh my lord. They should get rid of Ultimate Warrior. They should just, I mean, like, oh my god. People that watch wrestling, I guess, uh, and are all and, and just like to cry and bitch and want to have things removed and stuff. I mean, I'm sorry. They have some kind of legacy, legacy in WWE. We're not, I mean, you listen, to, you listen to musicians that have done bad things, right? There's no way every person listening on their iPod or whatever listen to these days or Spotify, they've gone through every single artist they listen to and know their personal backstory. Right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, and we weren't even talking about Kid Rock there. It just happened to Ramsey just went off on some people. No, so I'm just saying, you. like, to me, people online have been saying that about Kid Rock now. Have you not heard about that? Oh, yeah, I know. There's, okay. there's, there's always been backlash on Kid Rock. And you know what? Um... I've Kid always Rock liked Kid Rock. I, know, I definitely know you like Kid Rock. I do, but Kid Rock, the reason why he's been so relevant and why he's still so successful is he really doesn't give two single solitary Fs about anybody's opinion about him. That but, but Kid Rock supports Trump. Uh. He, no, he, yeah, and nobody cares. Like, he does not care. He's like, you can hate me if you want to. He knows who he is as a person, and that's what I like about Kid Rock. Is he just doesn't care what your opinion is? I know. If you that's hate what him, I like about you hate him too. And we're just missing those people these days that are that I don't know. I just like just because you support something doesn't mean you should lose your whole fan base. I just it's just it makes people not want to be themselves anymore. And you start I having know. this one society. I you know. know. It's a cult of personality. Sorry. <laughs> and yeah, uh, did we talk about that briefly too? The All In show last week. We did not. Okay, so I'll, I'll just t say this real quick because I know we're going to get to the fan questions. Yeah, I'm um, already at an hour right now, so come on. Yeah, so the All In Show, which is going to be funded by Rhodes and the Bucks, uh, has the official date of September 1st, which is a Saturday, and they have the official location, which is the Sears Center in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, I personally think it'll sell. I think 10,000 tickets will be sold. It'll be packed. And I also think that's where we'll see CM Punk return to wrestling. So mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's pretty much written in the stars that that's going to happen. You think so? I do. I mean, it's in Chicago. It's his hometown. He's already been known. And well, I, I mean, I we talked about this a couple a uh, month ago, and we got so much heat on Twitter about being a fake news site. I'm oh, like, yeah. people need to click and listen then if they just want to talk. I don't know. We were just talking. We were literally. We got that on the Roman Reigns stuff too. I, oh, my God. I know. It's like it's like we are. Oh, my God. The Roman Reigns thing went viral almost for us. Yeah, it, I know. It's like everybody was. I mean, there was a lot of freaking retweets. The, and this, there, this and there was site, people that came out in support of us that were like, did oh, yeah. you actually read it? Like they didn't say he was a part of it. They were speculating like everybody's been doing. And then a couple people dogged on me for bringing in like high Twitter people to defend me. No, I'm saying I, def I tagged these people and said, hey, these guys also report the style, the same style we do because we. it's like watching ESPN and they're talking about how uh, 
one of the stars may be drafted or one of these stars could jump ship. They don't know for sure. They're just right. speculating. Right. <laughs> God. Uh, it, look, it was amazing. Okay. So we have, we're going to have a little bit of time on fan questions now because we have quite a bit of them. So let's go with the first one. Okay. Travis, um, I've always thought – oh, this is Andy Mack at real underscore Andy Mack. I've always thought if WB wants us to like Roman so much, maybe have him go away for six months or so. Fans always love a comeback. What do you think? Um, I get it. I I totally see where uh, Andy Mack is coming from. And I, I think he's got a bit of a point. But the thing is, while well, and even Eric Bischoff thinks that they're gonna, they've been trolling uh, certain injuries this day and age. Um, I totally can see that, but at the same time, I don't think it would go the way WWE's hoping because you'd still have those people that are like, oh well, you know, Roman's not here, so yay, we get to enjoy wrestling again. So <laughs> I still think even that could potentially backfire on them. Personally, I think uh, what they've been doing with the Brock Lesnar stuff. I think Roman's gotten more positive crowd reactions since they've started doing this stuff than what he's ever received since this whole oh, yeah. run started. And I'm sorry, but the last, last rain segment was awesome on the mic. Awesome. I praised them. I loved it. This last week, they do not know how to let things be. To me, it looks, personally, it looks so planned out. Roman Reigns goes backstage and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. like, oh, my God. The week before, it looks so organic. Now, this week, it looks like you're just trying to make fun of us. Well, and, and you know, I kind of like, I, I kind of liked what they did there where he went to the, the gorilla position and was just like, hey, yeah, you got a problem with it sort of thing. I did kind of like that to a degree, mm. but you definitely know. I mean, it's a work. I mean, I, mean, I don't want. Point, you know. I don't want to even. Th I don't want to know it's a work. I want to think, oh, whoa, this may not be a work. But when I think, oh, this is a work, those are two different mind thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, just, I, I totally get I just, it. Totally yeah. get it. Okay, next one. Uh, this is Jack T at the Raven. The underscore Raven. Could WWE have possibly fucked up the naming of the women's battle royal ro battle royal more than they did? Uh, no, they could have ca called it way worse things. Uh, the Sunny Battle Royal, a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I would necessarily have a problem with this one or not, but um, they could have even called it the China Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, which I think you is can't more funny. call it China because she was in porn. Right. You know what I find funny is they gave Andre the Giant the eighth wonder of the world nickname, and China mm -hmm. was the ninth wonder of the world. So it's like, why wouldn't you just name I mean, it that? Because it would have made much more sense. It's a great, uh, great point. Um, I, mean, I thought it would have been cool. I think I would be okay with that, too, but I guarantee you, like you said, you probably have somebody that's like, oh my god, she was in porn. <laughs> I, oh, you so know something like that, I'm sure. Uh, this one is... We'll, we'll, go, we'll go quick on this one because we've already talked about it. Throwback to the future uh, at Throwback Future. Will AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura live up to the hype? Uh, my opinion, my my hope to, yes. I think it will. I mean, there's no way Shinsuke being not able to really uh, go through on the mic very well. Uh, he's been, you know, he has to be working with AJ a lot to make the match something special. I mean, side note, was anybody, did anybody else realize how 
how much of a reaction Shinsuke got at Fastlane. Like, it was incredible. Like, yeah. it was like it was an NXT event, and the match with Rusev itself was absolutely awesome. Yeah, I mean, that, that was... I mean, I didn't watch live because I went bowling. <laughs> but it was... Uh, I, I got to watch... I watched the main event of the show. But yeah, I watched. I rewatched it, and it was pretty good. I was, I was shocked, man. I couldn't believe how good it was. Uh, Sean Running at Sean Running 72. Do you think Charlotte Flair will tie or break her father's record of a 16-time titles? And actually, it has been proven many times, many, 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 many times that Ric Flair has had way more belts than that. Yeah, but, but you know what they mean by that. They're just recognizing the, the three no, no. main world title runs of the NWA, yeah. WCW, and WWE, which is now cultivated into one title, basically. So, Do you think she'll uh, break that record? That's a good one. Um, I think so. I, well, I'll say this. I don't know if she necessarily will break it, but I definitely would put money on that she ties it. I mean, I'd be amazed if she ever even gets one of the world heavyweight titles. Okay, you understand we're not talking about that title, right? I know. I just want to see where you see what you'd say. I'm just double checking that you're, you're okay. Funny yeah, I'm, be, I'm being funny, bro. Uh, <laughs> 11, 11 CM Punk at underscore V N T O N I O Tonio underscore. What do you guys think they'll do about Braun and the tag title match? Great question. I actually like that question uh, a lot. Um, I think it's still going to be, I think it'll be the handicap match. And honestly, I like that. I, I know some people were kind of, some people were kind of saying it makes it. the tag team division look really horrible if they get defeated by one person. It does. But then do people not remember back in 99 when Billy Gunn had his little streak of being the only guy holding the tag team titles? I like, vaguely remember that. It, it happened. And no offense, Billy Gunn is not Braun Strowman <laughs> and they have built Braun Strowman out to look, I mean, congrats to WWE. They have, in my opinion, superiorly put over Braun Strowman as Definitely. a monster. Like, they've done great. And that is 100% to WWE's well, credit. I mean, and I, think, I also think, I think it's, it's like, you, it, it sh I was never a giant fan of Braun, but I really think it shows in, like, how he talks on the mic and how he really... He's good. He, he really seems to want to do it, you know? Compared to somebody like Reigns growing up with him... It just felt like he was a little more cocky. He didn't try very hard. You know, you know he was entitled to this. Yeah, spot. he just kind of showed up. But Ra yeah. but Bronze really, he just has passion. I mean, I think Reigns has that passion now. I think the uh, that uh, feud with John Cena, like we talked about many times, has really lit a fire under him and really showed him he needs to really up his game to be that spot in that spot. So I think. Um, yeah, and honestly, the Reigns Strowman feud from last year was actually real good. When you go back and look at it, um, it was it was very good. It was very physical. There was a lot of you know shock moments to it, if you will. Um, that's what really put Braun Strowman over as being a good uh, being a good worker. Mm -hmm. um, and he's just improved tenfold. You know what I mean? So Braun's great on the mic. His character is solid. Uh, people love him right now. And honestly, the the handicap match apparently was an idea that they had already been discussing mm -hmm. uh, in WWE for WrestleMania anyway. Oh. And honestly, uh, honestly, great. I'm glad because the the bar would be on the show. So and Sheamus and Cesaro arguably have had a hell of a run yeah. as a tag team, and why not put them up against Strowman? Because uh, Sheamus and Cesaro are two 
uh, well-proven good workers in the ring, and Braun Strowman right now is on a hot streak, um, to me, that just makes for a potentially good WrestleMania match. I agree. Um, I think it adds intrigue as to a two-on-one handicap. And, can and Braun, the rumored people can, right can now, do it? the rumored people right now, if, he, if they do go the tag team traditional route, would be Elias at a tag partner. Which would be stupid. Yeah, I think so too. Does Elias even have a match? No. Uh, more than likely, I'm sure he'll be one of the participants in the Andre the Giant. Yeah, it's just Memorial crazy to me that somebody built so strong for the last year, Elias has really got a lot of attention, you know? Well, and you know, this I mean, you can't give this... everybody the center spot. I get it, but there's just so many guys that I don't know. I don't know. He's done. He's done good for himself. And honestly, if even if they do throw him in the battle royal, I would hope that he would win. Yeah. Mainly because after the, or apparently because of the documentary coming out for Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. WWE has really been thinking about how they've treated the the battle royal itself. Now they actually are wanting it to mean something, like be of some importance. So I think this year, whoever wins this year, they're going to get a spotlight on them afterwards that honestly should have been what they had done with that match from the very beginning. Um, I think it'll be good. So if Elias is put in there, I hope he does win. So um, Next question. Uh, let's keep this one short because I have not kept up with it at all, and only you can answer it. Uh, J.W. Thompson at J.W.T. 6577 said, G1 Climax, early favorites, and dark horses. Um, I will keep this uh, brief and short um, because much like Ramsey, I'm still, I, don't, I don't get to watch New Japan a whole lot, so I try to keep up with what I can. Um, personally, I've always been a fan of Tama Tonga, um, and I, I really do think this could be his breakout year, especially with the Bullet Club the way it is in Japan right now. Yeah, they've been going with this whole Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega feud of uh, who's who's the leader of the club, and yet uh, Tama Tonga, if you follow him on Instagram and whatnot, and even on Twitter, uh, he's been making the spiel, of course, in character that this isn't really Bullet Club because you guys are turning it into some kind of prima donna thing, and that's mm-hmm. not what the the BC was about. So I still think Tama Tonga can have a breakout year. Um, man, I. I, I think even we saw Naito win last year. Um, I still think they could go that route of going uh, the traditional style of having a Japanese guy uh, take the G1 this year again. Um, that's typically what they do. Um, man, you know, I really wouldn't even be disappointed if they put Marty Skrull in that in that uh, in that top two of having him win the G1. I think he could do well if he's put in the tournament this year. So those are just a, those are just a few. Um, again, I don't want to insult anybody's intelligence, North, you know, because I can't speak too much on it. But those would be my three, or I would say at least my two would be Tama Tonga and uh, Marty Skrull. Okay, now two more questions left. When, uh, this is 06 Dwayne Wade at total underscore package three. When and how Love do you the Lex Luger reference there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> When, 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 and how do you think Cena gets his record-breaking world title win? Oh, you know, I've thought about this a couple times and wondered if they'll even go through with it. Um, 
I don't, I don't know if they will let Cena break it or not. And honestly, I don't even know if Cena wants to break it. He may, he may be too much of a traditional to where he... Cena as a person would want to break it. Who would not want to break somebody's record and beat the person? Well, and you know, Ric Flair has said in interviews too that if anybody did break it, he'd love for Cena to do it. Um, but then I also think that just shows how much respect Ric Flair has for Cena and knowing how much of an old school guy Cena is. I think Cena would actually have a lot more respect for Flair. And he may be that guy that's like, no, I don't want it broke. I want that to be Rick's. You know, I've, I've tied it with him. I'm that, that means I'm already on par with him. So why, why top it? You know what I mean? To be talked about in the same category as Ric Flair as it is. And honestly, John Cena's deserved it. And I know some people may disagree with that, but to me, there's been no bigger success story for WWE in regards of character, the way they've built themselves from the bottom up, and for exposure for WWE. I don't think there's anybody that rivals John Cena, period. I said it on this podcast a year ago after his match with AJ Styles, and I will still stand by what I say. John Cena is the best WWE character, wrestler, uh, anything like that ever. He's he's the greatest of all time. He would be the Tom Brady, in my opinion. Yeah, and true. And Travis is not some crazy John Cena fan either. So no, I'm not. I've I've I haven't been a crazy John Cena fan for for years. But Cena won me over back in 2015 when he had his great run with the U.S. title and uh, the matches that he's had with CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. There is a monumental list. Kevin Owens of guys that Cena has worked with where he has worked his ass off and has done so well in it. And you can't help but respect that, you know? And he won me over. He won me over back in 2015 as not somebody I could hate anymore. He's just too good on the mic. He's too good in the ring. Uh, Honestly, the name Big Match John, he's earned it. So, yeah, I honestly do feel John Cena is the greatest of all time. Last my but not opinion. least, Jay Hawkins. Luckily, this show went a little longer than uh, scheduled because he just did this about 12 minutes ago. Right. Uh, Jay Hawkins at Jeremy H2014198. Uh, will there be any surprise returns at WrestleMania? Mm. I mean, I, I have heard of none, and if I knew any official spoilers, I would not tell you them because I want you to be surprised. But we can um, hope, and we can talk about them. Uh, I think maybe Bobby Lashley. I think maybe you'd see a Jericho because those are the guys that you know probably are on the way to Raw or SmackDown sooner or later. Um, I also think maybe Jeff Hardy. That's that was that's the only one I can think of, and that's what I was going to say. I, I haven't heard of any returns, but uh, if there is, that's that's who I'm banking on is Jeff Hardy's return. Uh, and CM Punk. Okay, we're done. And... You're getting delusional now. <laughs> I am. Don't even, don't even really say am. that. I'm really hungry. I worked out, and I've been waiting to eat some food. <laughs> Alright guys, well it's been a great Rumbling Reality. I appreciate you guys with us every week. If you could, uh, I'm going to do a little outro. I'll give, you, I'll give Travis his normal outro. Good. If you could um, like us on Twitter and ask us questions and next Sunday we'll try to answer more of them. But we're not very good at uh, letting people know beforehand. We're going to do a Q&A's 
but uh, I'm going to try to start doing it more often. I'm, hey, uh, you guys have been great, though. I mean, even on a two-hour on a two-hour window, you guys sent us a lot of great questions. So y'all y'all have been good, even with the short window. It's been wonderful. So thank you guys. Uh, and but yes, Travis, uh, send them in. Go. So, like Ramsey was saying, uh, follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show on Rumbling Rumors as well as the uh, Rumbling Rumors website at Rumbling Rumors. You can follow Ramsey and I individually at WWE Ramsey for Ramsey, obviously, and at Travis underscore Falhark for me. Go like us on Facebook. Go to rumblingrumors.com. You get to read all non-spoiler articles and news reported throughout the wrestling world, as well as free HD wallpapers designed by Ramsey himself for your iPhones and Android devices. And ladies and gentlemen, always, every single time, take care. And three more weeks till WrestleMania. Ooh. All right, guys. Have a good one. See you next week. Peace. And until next time, goodbye and good night. <laughs>